Hats Off is an edutainment podcast that is in no way a substitute for clinical assessment, diagnosis, and treatment. The views expressed on this podcast are solely the opinions of the host and their guest. Mental health is defined as a person's condition with regard to their psychological and emotional well-being. But sometimes we have to get real, and that's when we say, hats off. It's anarchy, and we can do whatever we want. What is that from? It's from a movie, right? Or no, a song. It's from like the twenty, like like when they would swing dance. But I feel like they've had it on movies too. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. Mm. Yeah, can't be sure. I just wanted to do it. Hey, headheads. Well, with your soul. How y'all doing? Hey, y'all. I feel like we have to be like, hey, y'all, and then be like, no, but for real. How y'all doing? You're like, <laughs> take care of yourselves. Keep your heads up. We love you. Be black and boundaries. I'm just glad I have a voice. Because last time I did not. Yes, yes, absolutely. Yes. And I almost, you know, I had Callie's birthday party last night, and I was like, you will not be in here yelling. Because I feel like every time we about to record, I'll be somewhere screaming. Life before. happens. Yes, yes, yes. Happy birthday, Callie. Yes, my baby is three years old. Oh, my gosh. My that's crazy. That's great. These kids. These kids growing up real fast. Me, as my grandma would say, y'all right. know, but you ain't going to age me. I know. That's right. Carter's in man pants. Have we talked about that? Which, why are y'all's pants so confusing? I thought women's sizes were hard. I was like, why y'all got two sizes? Like, what, what is this about? I think we settled on like a 30, 32, 30, 30, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, man and nine-year-old in man pants, right? Right. <laughs> is it your length though? It's that's my, not your length. No, my yeah. length is thirty. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, gotcha. Oh, then maybe he's thirty twenty-eight. I feel like his his is shorter than yours because they fit him, and he's not your height yet. Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. But Carter legs long. Carter long. All of he Carter is that. long. His torso. He, he got long legs. Yeah, he's a giant human. So, but yeah, yeah, we hope y'all doing well out here, taking care of yourselves, and very few others, like just the people you're supposed to be taking care of, because we have to conserve our energy. Like that's a whole thing. So, we gonna get started by tipping our hats. We just we are in the presence of greatness, Earl. You know what I'm saying? We just know amazing people. Amazing black people. Yes, yes. So we're going to start by, I'm going to tip my hat to my good sister, Alicia Tete, 
who is the owner of Building Endurance Counseling, celebrating four years. Alicia Yay. has been on the show twice. Um, mm-hmm. So check those episodes out back whenever they were. I don't know. You have to look for them. But she's been on there. Yes, yes. And she's just, I mean, she's just a boss, boss as, you know, somebody, you know, business owner, professor, mom, wife, um, runs, you know. Get this dance. Get this dance. So we are so proud of her. It's hard to own a business. And she's been running a business with employees and growing for four years as and being black in America. So I say hats off, damn it. Love you, sis. Employees for me. I don't want them. Mm. So I do have an office manager now. You want that. That's what you want. I'm telling you. I ain't called a client. They just show up on my schedule, vetted and insured. I'm telling you. Baby. Mm-mm-mm. And I am tipping my hat to who's also been on our show, Melissa Chanel. Yeah. But I'm now gonna say Mrs. Melissa Carnegie. She is yes. married now. Which how fancy. I feel like right? the next time we see her, we need to put our pinky up. We'd be like, hello, Mrs. Oh, Carnegie. You like, know what I'm yes. saying? And I'm here for the the Yes. Uh, so she's been on our show, I think, when we talked about social, was it? Who we talking about yeah, like social like media? Her and Tadian were on together. Mm-hmm. Yes. The pressure um, of social media. Mm-hmm. Yes. And she's such a just a power woman, amazing brand. Um, mm-hmm. Instagram is Melissa Chanel. Just check her out. But congratulations on your beautiful union. I'm living for these pictures. Shout out to Brandon for these amazing yes. pictures. Shout out, also, hats off to Brandon Great because he is great. Yes, and he, he will is. be doing my wedding. Absolutely. Brandon. Absolutely. He, he, will, he will be taking pictures of me at Earl's wedding. That will be a thing. <laughs> Sick of you. Because yeah. I'm a right, yeah. Let's get into it, y'all. So we are going to talk about dating. A great transition, COVID. actually. I know, because, you know, sis is sick. Sis is sick of it. So... Yeah, I've actually, and I don't know about you, Earl, but it's showing up a lot with my clients too. So I think a lot of people had hope for 2020 to be the year of love and deeper connection and all the things. And then it was like, oh, you got to go sit in your house and wear a mask and like actually not talk to people or it could cost you your life. How do you find love in that situation? Like... You know, the only person that had it was that couple that went viral. They lived across each other in New York or something. Yes. And he Mm -hmm. said, like, he saw her on the rooftop. He sent that drone. Mm -hmm. And he sent the drone, and then he bought a bubble. Yeah. And then they had, like, I think they're the only ones. If you ain't know your person before COVID. Well, here's what I'm finding, though. I think because COVID put us in such a lonely place, I'm actually concerned that people are falling too deep too fast. So they're on the phone all the time because we're always at home and they're bored and you're bored and you're having these deep conversations and, you know, I think that pushes the belief that y'all are closer than you think you are. Well, that's like those memes that when people thought that um, the world would be shut down just for a few weeks and it was like, Oh, you just was my COVID play. Like when you meet them in person, you're like, Oh, I really didn't like you. I had like COVID goggles. Yeah. Um, but 
I, I think people still got them. What's that? Um, oh my God, you know him. Because I feel like all the people, like he's famous, like he does a lot of videos. He's a black gay guy, bald For real? Head. Oh no, not bald. Mm-hmm. He's a little bit like in his old 30s, maybe 40s. But mm-hmm. he does a lot of vlogging, but he was like literally dating this guy and they just decided to quarantine together during the process. So like the mm-hmm. dude moved in with him, but they literally, I think, had just met. And the dude was a porn star. Not saying nothing mm-hmm. against that, but like, right, but like, through, he was like, I'm just really shocked that he doesn't want a monogamous relationship. And I was just like, but baby, he's a porn star. So even if y'all are monogamy, he's out here. Right, he can't be monogamous for real, for he's real. sex worker. Like, that's that's how he makes it. Right, money. exactly. Um, so I just was like, is this, this has to just be for bites, you know, bites from people. Right. Like but I think he, like, really, like, liked him. But then he was doing something like, I thought I loved him. It's been a month. It's been a month. Uh, we don't love wrong. the people in a month. In a, you are mm-mm. enamored. You have an enmeshment, maybe. Right. Maybe a little, what do they call it? Oh, what's the thing called, Courtney? Um, you're infatuated. Yes, you yes. I love you. Right. And, and you shouldn't. Like, that's appropriate not to not cool. love them in a month. It's appropriate. It's okay. I don't love nobody in a month. Right, right. Yeah. So, and I, but I think also people are lonely. Yes. And I get that. <laughs> Did you just break your I neck? I just popped my neck while I was talking in this <sighs> Oh my gosh. Yes. Earl and I are on Zoom this time so we can see each other from afar. I'm and not editing this out. I either. miss, yeah, I miss us like being able to see each other because what we, we should videotape because the shenanigans that happen between Earl and I that y'all can't see is priceless. It popped and I was like, hold it in. <laughs> That's why I was like, I'm gonna be quiet, but then you looked at me with concern. Yes, yeah. And then I got super because you were all like, did you wrench your neck? Like, I don't That's know. So I felt like whiplash. I'm super con- I'm super country today. Yeah, it's yeah. Southern. We're southern. I don't believe yeah. in the word country. Right. That's true. That is true. Well, for some people, they just country as hell. Like <laughs> on P Valley, when that man came up to the funeral. Oh, funnel, I and love like ran, P Valley. That was country. That was yes. Mississippi country. Yes, that was Mississippi country. P Valley, though. Down in the valley with girls Yes. That's well, y'all, if y'all have not watched P Valley, you know, it's, I mean, we could do our own minutes, so. <laughs> I mean, I just was so impressed with how well they did that show. Now, do you know that Kay Michelle originally got the role from Mercedes? Really? But they filmed the pilot season during 2018, but she was having her surgeries and she was mm. sick. Like, she was on live and she's just like, I love this show. And she's like, I was so devastated when I couldn't do it. Because she was just like, when you think about it, I was like, that character fit her. And that character act- does fit her. played Mercedes? from Memphis, like Kate Michelle, like they act similar. Oh, and I said, okay, okay. I want Kate Michelle on season two though. Like, can y'all just make her a little role, even if it's like a, not reoccurring, but. Maybe she should be her big sister and come and slap the taste out her mouth. Cause I'm super disappointed. We're not gonna spoiler alert it, but she can get these hands. And Mercedes? And, and Mer- yeah, Mercedes was the one with the white boy, right? Mm-mm, no, I'm about thinking about, I'm about Mississippi. Who no, was Mercedes? Mercedes? The one that dragged her mom, the Bible. Oh, I actually feel like I, I feel like she could have been a better Mississippi than a Mercedes. Kay Michelle? 
Yeah, I, there's something about how she be Mercedes. ready to fight in her tone. That Mercedes was perfect. She was she was perfect, just but perfect. I was like, I can see remnants of that, like how the character yes, yes. out of K Michelle. Yeah. But yeah. Mississippi too soft for K. But I think right. K can come be her big sister that like live in Atlanta and come be like, right. you got this. But we're gonna see. But I'm right. sorry, y'all. Back to the COVID dating. Well, I think this is the thing. It's so shenanigans. It just takes you off, off kilter. So, okay. So, you know, here's what I have found. And, you know, let's talk about it. I think this is a good opportunity to be practicing. If you are well boundary, if you are well and boundaried, this is a great opportunity to practice. My hope was that COVID would slow people down, actually. Right. It would be like, let me really get to know you because I can't even just have you in my house, but even though I think the, the people are doing the things. But. I don't think people are slowing down to get to know themselves. So I know I'm not going to mm. expect you to slow down and get to know other people. Say that. Because it's so many people that I've, client-wise in general, just like, they don't know what to do, especially when it first went down. Like, people mm. have, are making the adjustments and the world is opening up, so people are running. Right. Atlanta. Right. Atlanta. Atlanta. Running to just the streets. But um I don't something just was like, I don't even know what to do. And I'm just like, do you you don't even know yourself? Like what is right. think about the beauty of like and I always tell my clients is you got two perspectives you can take. Cause they always be like, Well, I don't really know myself. I said you can take the road of I don't know myself, this shit gonna be hard, I don't wanna do it. Or you could be like, Oh my mm-hmm. god, I don't know myself, but the fun I'm about to have and knowing who I am. Yes, now. I'm a gift perspective. Me. Yes. Pick your path absolutely. and pick your narrative. Ooh, okay. You're annoying. <laughs> pick your path and pick your narrative. But like honestly, because like people are literally like the healing journey is gonna be difficult, but you get to have fun because nobody knows right. you and you know either. So you get to exactly. figure out what you like. You get to date yourself. Right. But if you're gonna have this whole attitude of this had to be so long and hard, it's gonna be long. What um life ain't no Christmas still? Right, right. They're gonna be rocks and, and okay. falls, boards broken, like they told us back then. But I think we do think life is supposed to be easy because in a lot of areas, life is easy now. We have Google all the time. You don't even have to get up to cut your lights on. You can be like, Alexa, cut my lights on. But let me tell you what they're never gonna Alexa. Let me tell you what they're never gonna Google home is your healing. Mm. You always gonna have to do that thing manually. And it's going to be hard and it's going to be worth it. And I'm really in the place where that's your responsibility because your pain is going to pop out sideways. That's what I've been encountering is this understanding of like, not like your pain isn't your fault, but it is your responsibility. And it's not a justification for you to show up in the world any kind of way. Like there's a lot of things that have been done to me but now that they've been done to me, they are my responsibility to work on and heal because I can't just pop off on Carter because my life is hard. Right. Like that's just not how it works. And I think a lot of people wanna jump to, and I think a lot of people are like, oh, let me start dating so that they don't have to look at themselves. They're using their yes. person as a security blanket or a wall between themselves and their work. These and then putting that responsibility of their healing onto their partner. And if you start in a relationship by giving somebody a job to take care of you, you can go ahead and put a nail in that coffin. That's never going to sustain. 
drama triangle. Right. Tell them about it. Like, it's never going to sustain, ever. But I think this is, COVID has really been an opportunity. And I will say, I feel like a lot of people are trying to do the work. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, like, a lot, look, Earl and I know, phones are off the hook. People are calling, people are reaching out, like, help, help, help. And so I'm glad that that has been part of what has come out of COVID. But it's a lot of people also not calling and still using all these other medicators. And you can medicate with people better than you can medicate with alcohol, better than you can medicate with opioids. Like, medicating with people is, yeah, because it can just go on forever. And so I think a lot of people are trying to use dating right now as an opportunity to not look at themselves. And ooh, the fallout of that is going to be a mess. A whole mess. I'm going to tell you, 2021 is going to be just full of clients. Yeah. 2020 already is, but yeah. once this thing really gets a handle. And people catch their breath and be like, wait a minute, what happened? What did we live through? Oh, yeah, that, that's when the work is really going be, gonna to begin. That's why I'm taking a break in December. I'm tired already. I was like, oh, I, I got to work less in December because y'all going to need us in January and February, and I need to be ready. Amen. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I have been trying to date. My therapist was like, all right, Courtney, you should practice. Because y'all know I'm, a, I'm adverse to dating. I really am. Get on I the just, bike, sis. I just, okay, so here's what it is. And this may sound, Earl will tell me if I'm sounding arrogant, but the more work I've done on my worth, the harder it is to accept what people are trying to sell me. And so I've just been required. And I think for a long time, my message was that I'm too much. And what I'm realizing is I will always be too much for people who are unwell. Well, you have standards. That's what that's Right, <laughs> right. But I think for a long time, but I don't think mm-hmm. we talk about, like there are things as therapists that we don't tell our clients about the healing process. Mm-hmm. You don't, we don't often tell them how lonely it is because as you start to get better, the people who have been in dysfunction with you will usually push back. You gotta it's lonely. It's lonely getting well. Mm-hmm. It makes your dating pool smaller. There was a time where I would date anybody. It's because I had no standards and I accept any old thing. Now that I have standards, I'm, I'm like, book. shit, this is this sucks. But again, what you what path you gonna pick? Is this a ooh god, I'm dodging a bullet or oh my god, I can't find nobody. No, you mm, ain't finding that's true. Be finding that that's true. out that poison. That's out true. all these poisonous dysfunctional ra- oh i almost said something just raggedy people i better say the n-word but i'm trying to refrain from saying that later gotcha. but um gotcha. it's so hard um, it's so hard but yeah I yeah that's like that, true yes that's i need to got, i need to look got, at my narrative on that matching my requirements right i'm not gonna waste your time i'm not gonna let you waste mine and that's just that. right absolutely absolutely like, you remember last year when i was Okay, last year when I was dating, I remember mm-hmm. like, maybe your, I just think maybe your standards are too high. I'm just like, no. Yeah, yeah. They're not because I don't have a lot of requirements, but the requirements I have, I'm I am grounded on them. Right, right, and I'm not that. gonna apologize for them. Yeah, yeah. 
So yeah, so I spent a little, you know, a little time interacting with one person and it was going really, really well. But here's the test. I think the test for wellness is in the hard stuff. And I think this is how people get caught up because dating, if you're doing it right, it's fun. You know what I mean? It's fun. You're going out, you're getting to know somebody. If you're not taking it too seriously, it can be really enjoyable. And then you've dated for, you've dated someone so long that by the time a hard thing comes up, you're like, oh, wait, you, you can't do this? Hmm. And so I think for me, I'm grateful that a hard thing came up and they immediately showed how unwell they were. And I was like, oh, okay, this not, this not going to work. Like, at the date, just, oh, are you pouting? Because I spoke my feelings? Mm. You can go ahead and split that check. Thanks. Mm-hmm. And, and I let think me pay and you leave. know you're well when you ain't even got to get hyped. It's just like, oh, right, okay. right. Because he tried. He was like, well, what happened? I was like, oh, no, 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 no. We don't, we're not arguing. We're done. I, I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't want you to think I'm trying to engage you in a discussion. I'm I'm done. And then I'm paying for my half of the meal and I'm leaving. Like I'm Thank not you. doing this with you because I don't have to. And don't take it personal. We're not we're not a vibe. We're not a mesh. Right. Right. Yeah. And that's yeah. Just what it is. And we get to go back to the dating pool. Right. Right. Fine. So, what's your suit for you? Right. So um, I, of course, brought that back to my therapist and I was like, you know, it'd be, be it'd be helpful to have like some ways to vet before you even go out. Like, how do you check people's ways? And so we came up with three questions. So here are the three questions. So the first question is what, what type of, like, what pain have you experienced in past relationships and what have you done to heal from it? Because mm-hmm. that says a lot. Can you identify what your feelings were, like what got hurt in you? Mm-hmm. But then also, what did you put into action to, to heal, heal from the pain? Mm-hmm. So that tells me you are actually doing your work on some level. Because if you can't name the issue that was in your past relationship, I know that's about to come right back up in here. Ease, absolutely. Absolutely. Which was interesting because that's one of the questions, the last question I asked that dude before I was like, let's stop, um, was I was like, what do you think is the thing that you have to look out for in regards to how you hurt relationships? Uh, and he was like, oh, I mean, I, I've never even thought about that. I don't know. I don't even think about my part. And thank you. Thank mm. you for telling me that. Because our relationships have parts. Right. Even if it was cheating, you might not have did the cheating, but there's still parts there's always parts and I, I know it's hard when it is something like that when you've been cheated on or there's been some real big hurt to you it's hard to look at your part and whether you stay in this relationship or not you need to know your parts because your part's going with you okay <laughs> going with you you are taking you everywhere you go <clears throat> so you should know you before you get back on that in the game don't pack messy suitcases. D- yes. Clean that shit out. Okay. Sometimes throw that away and get you a new suitcase. Yeah. Smaller one. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> like a handbag. It's the face you made with this shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be tired. So, okay. So, wait, so what's the, the other second, two questions? Okay. So, the second question, and this one is for me. So, you have to shift it based on your preferences, your sexual preferences. But for me to ask, you know, if I'm dating a male, 
um, who is a woman that you deeply admire and why? And here's why that's important, because a lot of times people will have issues with a certain, like, you know, so like a straight man may like sleeping with women, but not like women. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And not in a sexual way, but like, you know, they say a lot of times like they like vagina, but hate women. And if you don't admire women, you know what I mean? If there's not a woman in the world that you admire and you can't tell me why mm-hmm. in a robust way, then that's good information. Because maybe you don't like, maybe you hate women and <laughs> I can't be a part of that sh- that shenanigan. Mm-hmm. And so you would change that for yourself, however that works. But like, yeah, like, do you really even like who I am? You know what I mean? Or are you carrying some unhealed stuff from the mm-hmm. women you've experienced in the past that have altered your view of women in general? Because if that's the case, then this ain't going to work. And that's that on that. Yes. And then the final question, and I don't know if you asked this one immediately, but the final question is, when a relationship that you think is worth it is not going well, what are you willing to do to work towards getting it healthier? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To see if they're like, you know what, I go to therapy. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think you have honest Those conversations. Are good questions. Aren't they good? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Those we'll are really tell good you, three. We'll, we'll keep you posted if, if I've gotten to mm-hmm. ask them and, and what's happening. Yeah, yeah. talk about your time frame of asking these questions. Um, I think I'm going to ask the, the first about which name a woman you admire and like fairly quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the past relationship, if I'm interested. I like and this, Fran. The, mm-hmm, I know. I feel like it's a plan. You know, I love a plan. That's a really a good question. Mm-hmm. Okay, maybe. Yeah. Time. Yeah. And then maybe the third, that third question may be around. Like either like you know that first good long conversation. Mm-hmm. I like want to ask them early. Sitting for three hours talking. Right, and I had this moment because I was like, "Ooh, are these questions too like you know deep or whatever?" But what I know is, especially on the apps and stuff, I definitely get questions like, "What that mouth do?" Which that's super inappropriate. Like that's super. I mean, <laughs> no, not even that no more. Not even that. Right, but you know what I'm saying? Like, about how inappropriate that question is. And I'm always having feelings about asking how you show up in relationships. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I think we have to change the narrative around what we say and don't say to vet And I think if you're not able to answer that question or feel a way about answering that question, that just shows me more you're not supposed to be somebody I'm talking to. So That's good information, right. Check Because my dude would answer that question and be like, ooh, good question. Because I'm not asking you what's your mama's relationship like with you. Right, right. Tell me about your deepest shame. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -mm. That's a very generic Mm -hmm. surface level question. And if you answer it correctly, we can go deeper. Right, right. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, friend, what do you think is like, what would be your like top advice to people who are like, I do want to date in COVID? I think you got to get creative. Like Mm. even, I think even being in a relationship, you have to be creative. So like me and my Mm. partner, like we've had to be very creative on how we do dates because we used to Mm. love going out and like, like we love doing that, but you have to get very creative so like 
doing sipping paint nights at the house or mm-hmm. setting up a giant fort. Like we did a giant fort because it was just like, oh, bro, we did I love it. You know, but it's just like literally it's like, oh my God, we're stuck in this house. Let's move stuff around. Right. Uh, we had a paint fight. <laughs> one point right. and one point, laser tag. But it's like you gotta get innovative because what can happen is if you start getting stuck in this one space mm-hmm. you're going to start projecting whatever shit going on with you at work or doing right. your own telework or like you just start projecting because again it's just naturally that's your partner right and you automatically think they're going to be able to take it but i think it's just like being honest communicating your feelings mm-hmm. communicating like i am feeling really down mm-hmm. so there's no you know misinterpretation where I think they're up, they seem upset but maybe I think they're mad at me you know this is like right. I'm just feeling real I'm stuck in this house but right. I think it's being creative Absolutely. being super creative and innovative and I think when you're first getting to know someone I think having a realistic like don't set a timeline because I don't want to tell people don't rush but I also don't want you to be like feel like you got to move snail speed I think right. finding the right momentum but mm-hmm. also doing check-ins of like is this a little too early for us to be like, cause that's right, also acknowledging right. their boundaries. So like asking exactly. them, is that too much for me to ask you? Or like, you know, I think just being, not being a turtle, but not being a rabbit. Finding right. just uh, what feels The right, rhythm. The rhythm. Cause I think people find, I think sometimes people when they, they live off trauma, they respond to things like, oh my God, they shared this with me. And we've only been talking for two weeks. And I'm just like, Mm. that that's kind of that's a red flag that's a boundary issue right you're oversharing and you are feeling in this space of hero Mm -hmm. like i have to listen like what's that about on your end and what's that about right right recognizing that just like setting boundaries i'm like oh we don't have to do you don't got to tell me all this right now. Like, actually, I don't want you to tell me right now because i want to get the honor of hearing that from you as time goes by right and setting up that way Cause it's not, it's not like rejecting them. It's more so like, I want the privilege of knowing this mm-hmm. when you feel comfortable. Not that you feel like you got to, yeah, you know, right. Throw it all up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's important. Like make sure you're still mirroring each other the entire mm-hmm. time. That's how you check your pace. Like, mm-hmm. are you still like, you say something and they are like, and, and like agreeing and in affirmation and there's no pausing or doubt or, you know what I mean? Like that means that they too want to do that. You know what I mean? Have you watched Ratchet, girl? No, that's what's um the new Sarah Paulson. Sarah Paulson, mm-hmm. Nurse Ratchet. Yeah. No, I I was supposed to start it yesterday, but I haven't watched it yet. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Because there's a lady in there who likes this guy, and I'm like, sis, he is not mirroring you. She bringing him in the Claire, and he like, mm-hmm, thank you. And I'm like, he he don't like you. Mm-hmm. Like you need to be paying attention to are you being mirrored by this person? Because when we like people, we naturally mirror them. Right. It just is what we do. And so are you being mirrored? And if you're not being mirrored, permission to, I mean, address it, depending on how long y'all have been together, but also take it as the information and not make that about you or them, but just be like, oh, we're not mirroring each other. So we're obviously not compatible and move on. So I want to circle back. I like what you're saying, too, though, of like when we say dating and COVID, we mean everybody. So there's new dating and COVID. But even folks who've been married for years need to be dating and COVID. Because I think people think, especially now that they're spending all the time together because everybody's mm-hmm. stuck in the house and you're not like you're not spending quality real time together. You just in the house together 
all the time. And Being that is different. Right. That is different. And that is actually more dangerous than being like, oh, we need to, you know what I'm saying, have space from each other. Mm-hmm. And then you get a, it's like that complacency. Um, right. Because I think right. also people are like, well, I just, maybe we just need to like go be away from each other for a while, like you just said. And it's like, no, that's not, that's just widening the divide. I think right. you need to have a conversation and address like, this is what's going on. This is what I'm feeling. What can we do? Because I think, I hate when I hear people ask their partners, well, what, 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 you gonna, what, what are you going to do? I think you got, it's all about how you phrase things, because if you phrase it the wrong way, that can make somebody get defensive and be like, why is right. this just on me? But I think like, ooh, I've been feeling this lately. What can we do to, mm-hmm. what would you like for us to, like, what can we do to make something more fun? Um, I know I enjoy this type of stuff. What do you enjoy? How can we try right. to incorporate that? Because, especially if you got yeah. kids. Right. But I think it's a lot of folk right now who are in COVID and they looking at them like, who are you? Like, they don't even know each other. They've been so medicated, so on their own path. that now they're looking over like, oh, I don't even, I don't know you at all. How long you been here? (laughs) (laughs) Right. And yeah, and they're like, you do that? Like... You, that's, how you roll, that's how you roll your socks? And it's like, you y'all been making 25 years, right? <laughs> when you said that? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think just like finding, because I, I also don't think people realize that you're always reinventing yourself. So just because something yes. that said, when you first met this person, like their hobby was always painting, that doesn't mean that's what they do now. Like, you know, I think still, let's try new things in Google. We right. said this time and time again, Google is your friend. You can literally right. Google home dates. Right. And there is a list. Absolutely. An extensive list of just things you can do. And I think Absolutely. what you like when we were doing the group, the therapy group, mm-hmm. find time to just be a damn kid together. Like right. just have, have a pillow fight. Like just have like boo fun. I promise you, you would just like end up stomach ache laughing of just doing crazy right. stuff. Something. Yeah. So here's what you should not be doing in COVID dating. The number one thing is you should not be dating that person that you stopped dating before COVID. Ooh, child, speak on that. <laughs> That's number. That might be it. Like, welcome to my TED Talk. Like, <laughs> just because we are in a pandemic and possibly an apocalypse does not mean you need to go back to that person that you stopped dating for a reason mm-hmm. before COVID was a thing. And just because you are by yourself don't mean you need to go through your phone and start texting people mm-hmm. that you don't communicate with. No, no. Because it to rest. Not let loneliness feed your ego. No, no. Like, yeah, figure out what you need. And I'm not saying it's the same. I'm not saying you're wrong to desire connection for on a deeper, intimate level. I'm saying you deserve for that connection to be healthy. And so if you can't find a healthy one, then you need to meet those needs in other ways. All the needs. I know y'all are horny. I know y'all want to have the sex at time. I get it. And... It's not worth it. <laughs> it's not in the long run. Order your stuff off Amazon. Right. And we got to act like this is going to end. Like for a while, I was always like, oh, remember back when we used to? And now I'm like, when we start again, like, oh my gosh, when we start mm-hmm. going on vacations again, <clears throat> when we start going to brunch again, like we have right. to act like this is going to end. Good and job. who do you want to be there when this is this done? Is- 
But this is not our first pandemic. Now, this might be some of our first pandemic. Or her, or them. In our lives. But this is not the first pandemic in the world. So Mm -hmm. things will get back. Hopefully it'll be a new experience, a better experience, a safer, healthier experience for all people back right. there, mainly. But like, y'all, you right. don't want to, you hitting up these exes and then as soon as they get back, y'all at brunch and you sitting there like, I know why I hate you. Right, right. And I think we really have to talk about how when we do that, we betray ourselves, And how the, like adding up the many self-betrayals, how that really starts to hurt your soul. You know what I mean? If you always self-betray, like I was telling Earl, I got invited back into a group that for at one point was such a sacred space and now it is not. And I could have been like, and I'm real big on like based on GP, like based on the time we've already spent together, based on who you used to be. That's been a thing for me. And so, but this time my spirit was like, we ain't got it, sis. They, they're not give you what you need and deserve. So don't ask that of them. For you to then mm-hmm. disappointed, tell your truth. And so I was like, no, thank so that's you. that's accountability. Right. That's right. accountability. You cannot blame them for being who they are. Right. If you right. know that's who they are. Exactly. And they need to recognize, like you just said, sacred spaces can change. Yeah. Spaces change they should. all the time. They like, should. That's like the yeah. whole thing of just, even when people go to see like these therapy groups, like, your, your goal eventually is to get out of that. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think for me, I'm in a different space where I'm like, I don't want to have safe spaces. I want to have sacred spaces. Because when I'm in a safe space, I'm not really doing any work. You know what I mean? Like when I'm on the beach, I'm not having hard conversations. I'm not, you know what I mean? Like doing that deeper healing work with what's going on in the world right now. I need sacred spaces. Like Earl and I are sacred spaces for each other where we answer the phone like, hey friend. And however our friend presents on the other end, we show up. Mm -hmm. It's never like, oh, like you're sad. We don't do that. Like I need those kind of spaces where I know that it doesn't matter how I feel. I can show up with Earl. Earl can show up Mm. with me. Those are the kind of spaces I need. And if you're doubting that that space can be that for you in this right now with what, like those are the only spaces I have space for. Like I can't. Come on, all these spaces. I don't have, I don't have space for any other kind of space. So it's okay to be like, you know, this space isn't sacred anymore. And I think that's another thing about the, the dipping back. Yes, maybe that ex was, oh, the last time you went through something hard, they really were your person and they held space. But something happened after that, that you left their ass alone. And that, that is where y'all ended. <laughs> y'all didn't end from the safe, sacred holding space and be like, Let's just separate naturally. No, they did some shit. And then you said, I can't fuck with you no more. None of that changes because of a pandemic. Right. And you and now that has happened, unless y'all are will, really willing to look at it and do some work on it, it doesn't disappear. You know what I mean? It's now right. a part of the relationship. It might not have been a part during this beautiful piece, but it's a part of it now. And you have to add that piece in if you're going to reconnect. 
Right. And people think you're just going to start back at beautiful. But now you know who they are. Now you're looking at them sideways like, you really did fuck my cousin. Like, that's going to be, like, once they fuck your cousin, it's down. I'm just saying. Why is soul food in my head? <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, like, seriously, like, think about that. Like, they had that beautiful moment, right? No, he family. He got to stay. But at the next Thanksgiving, you know, Terry was like, bitch, fuck my cousin. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, she's still, like, maybe she kept it moving, but that part is never going to not be a part Every of the Every time you eat your macaroni, cheese, and chicken, you see her. Right. And so it just is what it is. And so remembering when we're in desperation, we're not even in the mindset to be making the kind of decisions of like, who should I invite back into my life? You should reach out to the people you already have in your life and ask them. So if I get desperate, I'm like, well, I'm about to text this ex. I need to call Earl and be like, Earl, I'm about to text this ex. Because I'm not in the right mind frame. (laughs) I need people who love me to be like, "Mm, say more. Let's get tacos instead. Right, right. And no, it's not the same. It's not the same. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And different is still magic. Different Mm -hmm. is still beautiful. So having sweet, kind, intimate connections with people you trust, even if they're not the kind you want right now, is safer and healthier and more beautiful than trying to make something that doesn't exist with somebody who's already proven to you they can't be Mm -hmm. with you. Period. In this moment, I'm just really sitting here thinking about if I was Terry. And I was like, you have grown so much. Because, like, right now, I was just like, oh, I just probably would just be, I'm done with both of y'all. But I'm thinking right. about, I said, ooh, in my head, I was like, oh, Earl, would I would have probably attacked cousin. Right, every time. Every time you saw it. And be like, y'all can't quit inviting this hoe to the dinner. <laughs> every time I see you. But I'm just seeing like, the growth. Yeah, yeah. It's beautiful. Good job, Earl. Yeah, yeah. So I do think love and dating and all of that is possible in this time. And I think that we really need to be taking care of ourselves. Because also we date yourself first. Date yourself first. Like we attract people based on our gifts and our wounds. And so if your wound is gaping open and unhealthy and infected, then that is what you're gonna attract. And honestly. I don't even, I think that, but I think even if you're a good person, you're going to attract good and bad, but I feel like it's not about what you're attracting, it's who are you running to? Because when you have these unhealthy people that are screaming and you're used to like showing up for unhealthy people, the people that's healthy and well, you ain't going to hear them because they're not going to be screaming like, right. I need you. Right. They're going to be like, either you're going to show up with me or you're not. So when you're responding to these people that are showing up and they're just like, you just see their wounds and it's like I can help them that's probably the problem what's making you not go to the person that's like actually I go to therapy every other week and I'm healthy and I don't I don't need you right I would like to have you as a partner because I would like to have a partner but I don't need you so like what makes you run to the people that feel like you think they need you and you need them right right so that's what I think I just think because you're going to attract good and bad Absolutely. Especially if you're a good Every person, time. you're going to attract them, but it's who are you going to give your attention to? Right, right, exactly. One of my therapists once said, like, was well, it about what you attract or is it about what you entertain? 
And I was like, well, really? Because you're looking at these peacocks. It's these peacocks. You see all these right. colors and what they can be. Yeah. yeah, skinny ass bird alone. Right. Over here. Right. So yeah. So we see y'all, we hear y'all, we know it's hard. And you know, practice and try, but also make sure that it's worth it. And keep safe. Be safe. Be physically safe and be emotionally safe. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So that's our thoughts on that. So do we have a question? Mm-mm. Okay. So it's time for my favorite part. That's not a thing. Um, that's not a thing. All right, Earl. Do you have a that's not a thing? I'm just trying to think. I feel like I'd be on my island so much. I don't know. <laughs> um I think not progressing is not a thing. Mm. Not being progressive is not a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and that can apply to you as an individual. That can apply to an agency. Um, you got to get with the times and you got to move with the times. And if people around you are evolving, I think you have to evolve as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. I think stuck complacency is a thing that people do, but I don't think that's a thing. Right. Right. Some things are an excuse. They are not a thing. Don't let fear freeze you, baby. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. I like that one. That's a good one. Um, I think for me, not having clarity is not a thing in regards to who people are. So if I don't have clarity about who you are and where you stand on a lot of levels, then that, to me, then that's a, that's a, then the answer is that we not a match. You know what I'm saying? Like we're not compatible mm-hmm. because I don't have clarity. And it's not that I'm not seeking clarity because um, I'm always down to seek clarity. It's more of like, you're not providing it. I'm not gonna drag it out of you. I'm not gonna beg you for it. And mm-hmm. so if you, can't be clear with me about who you are, then I I can't be bothered. And for me, that's on a lot of different levels because it's like, do Black Lives Matter to you or not? You know what I mean? Are you you voting for our healing, our betterment as a country, or are you voting for our divisiveness? You know what I mean? Like, I guess the, well, you know, I'm still struck. So then that's a no. Okay, moving on. Like, I guess there's no time for not having a lot of like, are you yes going no. to therapy and doing your work or not? You know what I mean? Like, when I was dating that guy and he was like, I have a lot of things I've been through. So what are you doing to work on them? Are you, like are you getting close to wellness or not? Like, mm-hmm. for me, clarity is the thing. So if you are choosing to stand in the middle and play the, and do that dance, then that's not a thing not for me so (laughs) (laughs) and i love you friend i love you too you are just one of my favorite people i just want to say that so earl and i haven't seen each other in a while because i'm in the streets ish in a safe way i'm in the streets 
She in the work streets. Let's be clear. I'm in the work streets. I'm definitely not in the street streets. When I be she seeing in the them clubs street. and stuff, I be itch. I'm like, y'all in the club? Are you? T- Sometimes I get nervous when I watch Netflix and stuff, and these things were filmed in different times. And I'm like, oh, ain't nobody got on a mask. And I'm like, oh, this is the 1950s. Oh, they went. Oh, that's not that's not real. Oh, uh, I still don't like it. So yeah, I'm definitely not in the fun streets. Um, but I'm in the work streets. So I haven't seen my friend in a while. But yeah, and so just know that y'all gonna get this dance whenever we dance. So we ain't got no schedule. We out here doing the best gonna, we can. We got to take care of ourselves. It will never we'll, be. Authentic we'll put an episode if we're giving up. Yeah, something every week. So right. I, that's not the life we, we live. And we've grown to a space of I don't think we need to do that. Right. Like right. I think some people have goals of like this is we're doing this because we want to reach a goal. We don't have goals for this other than to it's it's fun for us. Right. And yeah. when shit pop up, it's like, ooh, let's talk about it and let's release. Right, right. Um, so and hopefully yeah. let's say something that helps somebody else. But we don't yeah. always have that energy. And so we're not going to hold ourselves to a standard of weekly anymore. So. We're an on-time podcast, if that makes sense. <laughs> the message comes wow. on time. Yeah. The message comes on time. Not only when you want it. It's when yes. you need Yes. Hey. No, we're not God. But we're not God. We not well, God. but we are an on time podcast. So I agree. Yes, I yes. agree. So someone podcast. needed this to this day, and so now y'all have it. You are welcome. <laughs> yes, pass the and collection I thank you. plate. <laughs> pass the collection plate. So yes. All oh right. Well, God. check us out on all the things. We are yes. hats off podcast CLT on um instagram and then hats off mm-hmm. podcast on facebook we ain't on yes. twitter no more we let that go mm, tweet delicious um <laughs> but follow our business pages my instagram is earl martin lcsw my facebook is earl martin lcsw innate virtue counseling um you can follow my website which is www.earlmartinlcsw.com and I am Courtney Leak LCSW on Instagram and Facebook. And CourtneyLeakLCSW.com is my website. Yes. So that's us. And um, mm-hmm. yeah. Anything else, friend? I think that's it, friend. All right. Well, until next time, be you. Be true. Hats, Hats off. off. Hats off.